This is the Procedures Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to be kind of de- continuing our discussion previously that we had about decision-making, and where we left off there is where we really were at a point where we needed to establish a core set of values or a, a set of non-negotiables for you. And in doing some thinking about this, this is a this is a difficult task because really what this requires you to do is to ask yourself the things that you want. And you might be able to answer some of those questions like what do I want? I want this or that or this. And those questions are not based off of anything you yourself actually want but rather what everybody else has or what everybody else is telling in, telling you that you should want, which is not the same. And so coming up with a, a list of core values or non-negotiables for yourself is difficult. And today we're going to discuss one or so ways to do that. And by no means is this the, you know, the tried and true absolute way to do this. This is just a way, a method, an exercise per se for you to go through and hopefully have some sort of understanding as far as core values and, and how they relate to you specifically. And I think part of this exercise, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call this an exercise because I think this is a uh, an opportunity for you to sit down and, and go through this and, and see how it relates to you and, and, and who you are and the things that you are about. But I think, you know, the first step is this, uh, in this process is to think about yourself in all the different areas of your life. And so maybe you're, are a, you're a, a parent, maybe you're a student, maybe you're a employee or an employer, um, all, of the, all, of, all of those different areas. Of course, you know, you're, you're a child to your parents, you know, um, real, real minute, all of the different areas, that, you know, if you want to think about this another way, all the different hats that you wear over the course of the day, the week, the, the month, the year, whatever, whatever time frame you want to think about. But what this will do is this will kind of divide your life into sections. Then, once you have that list of sections of your life, the different areas of your life that are meaningful to you, then go through that list and prioritize them. Okay, what is the most important to me? Well, I'm a, I'm a husband. I want that to be first. Okay, but I'm also a parent. Maybe that one should be first. Okay, and then, you know, you have to kind of argue with yourself and kind of battle it. Okay, what actually is the most highest important thing? And maybe you have two or three that are really close that are battling out for first place and you just, you know, you name all of those one. And then this one's one, this one's one. Oh man, this one's actually one, two. Then you go through, okay, then you have, you know, you have five that are one and then you have two, three, you know, on down. Then you go through and you, you know, you kind of crunch the, crunch the numbers. Okay. Now that you have five that are actually, you know, you set as number one, what actually out of those is most important to you? And again, doing this exercise is very likely not something you can do in five minutes, not something you can do maybe even in one day. This might require you to do it, stop you know, okay, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to sleep on these answers. Okay. Then come back to it. And you, you know, you, you reassociate these. Okay. Then actually I'm going to move this one to to two and this one's four. And, and you move your, you move your list around a little bit. Once you have your list, 
Once you have that list, I would say that is a good starting point. Because from there, the next stage of this is the meaning behind that. Okay, what is the number one? Okay, let's say I said husband. Okay, number one is husband. Why? What specifically about being a husband is most important to you? You write that down. Write down maybe some affirmations that would go with that. Then you go through the list and you do that for all of those. And then from there, after you have the, the, the list in rank order, and again, maybe you have a couple of variations of that list before you get the actual list, then you go through and you write why. Why is this important? Why do I value this? Why is it important to me? Or to rather to you specifically, to you. Why is that area important to you? Why is that area higher than the other ones that you chose it to be higher than? Then you go through on top of that and you perhaps write some affirmations. And maybe you don't have a, a, you know an affirmation for all of them, like, you know, I am the best husband that I can be. Or or, you know, I'm sure you can maybe come up with a better affirmation than that. But establish those for you. And then what that'll do is, or what that'll give you the opportunity to do is use those guiding principles, those core values, those non-negotiables to infer decisions that you make, the, the things you do from day to day, even the time that you spend doing whatever it is that you do through your day. So you, you make your list. You, you know, you go through a couple iterations of that. Then you put the whys. Why are these things important to you? Come up with some affirmations for those. I am this because of that or, or whatever it is. Then go through and assign some values to those, some times. Okay, I want to spend, maybe you do a week. Over the course of a week, you know, you find out how many hours are in a week. Okay, you take out the hours that you're sleeping. There's your, there's your budget for the week. Okay. Over the course of the week, how much time can I devote to being a husband? How much time can I devote to being a parent? How much time? And and you go through the whole list and then you actually take those things and put them into your calendar and spend time doing those things that you said were important to you and see how, see how that, see, see how that affects you. See, see what that does to you in your life and the things that you do and, and, and if it's a benefit, if it's a negative. And then, of course, with, any, with, with anything, and we talk about this consistently, I think, iterate. Okay, I did this. Uh, okay, let's tweak these a little bit. Okay, fine. Tweak them. Change them. Modify them. Okay, great. Test it again. Okay, well, that actually worked better. Okay, good. Well, this was worse. Okay, then change it. Move on. And... Perhaps you don't have to live your life exactly like that every single week for the rest of your life. Although, if those things are most important to you and you're not spending time on them, are they actually most important to you? And if they are most important to you, if that's actually truly what you yourself value, not what somebody else tells you, not what I'm telling you, I, I don't want to infer or or. or uh, impose upon you anything on your list. What you yourself, if those are the things that you yourself find value in, if that's the type of person that you want to be, then 
make sure that you're living up to that level for yourself. And try that. Try that. See how that goes for you. Mr. Ken, I'm sorry, Mr. Ken, I know you've been kind of taking all this in. How do you, do you have any, any thoughts to add to this, uh, to this exercise? I just maybe comments on what you already said and, and the fact that, or how this relates to our decision-making too. And we talked previously, you know, sometimes you can make decisions on the spot because you know exactly where you stand on certain things. Or sometimes you'd say, Hey, let me take a few days to go back and, uh, you know, think about how this decision will affect me or line up to some things that I I believe or value or, you know, just take some time to decide what I really want to do. And so having these values listed out and having the why behind the values listed out and having, you know, the, the importance of the values listed out and having that ready to go, you can reference back to it when you're trying to make those decisions and really try to align yourself to what you have told yourself or you've, 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 um, looked into or, or decided is actually a value to you. And so actually having this and being able to go back and reference it is a huge uh, tool because it's easy to think that, Hey, I, I believe in this. Okay. Well, why do you believe that this is important and having the why ready to go and being able to remind yourself of those things is going to be important in that decision-making process. But on top of that, too, as you mentioned, being the iterative changes and iterative decisions that we can make, you know, maybe in three months, the thing that was important to you isn't important to you for the same reason. So you can go back and you can either add a new reason to why it's important or get rid of a reason why it was important at one time or just be more in touch with those things. Because sometimes the same way that we talked about your list moving around, sometimes your values will change. So at one point in time, this thing is is valuable to you. At another point in time, it's not as valuable to you. And something else might take priority over that thing that was higher on your, your kind of value list. And so being in touch with your values and being act, you know, actively engaging with that list that you've made of the values and the why and, and how important they are and, and whatnot is going to help you to make sure that you are constantly in the right mind of making decisions for the right reasons based on those values. And so having an actual list and regularly interacting with that list is going to keep those things in the forefront of your mind and remind you of your priorities and values as you're going about decision-making or just daily life when you're, you're doing things and uh, trying to reinforce, like you said, um, the person that you want to be. Uh, and if it is really what you want, then I think you will make decisions and do things to reinforce that. And if it's not what you want, then, then you can rework your list or, you know, do things differently and, and kind of reprioritize. And I think, like you said too, along with the idea of this changing, um, this isn't something you sit down one night and do. Maybe you can sit down in one night and make a small list, but then over time, keep coming back to that list and adding values or adding more reasons why or adding things to that list. And, and don't just you know sit down one time, make a list, okay, boom, here's how I live the rest of my life forever. Because like you said too, at one point in time, you're a husband. And then another point in time, you... Well, there was a point in time when you were a husband and not a parent, and you became a parent, and so you had to add that value to your list because you value your family and value your children. When you were younger, that wasn't part of your value system. I mean, you probably had the idea that one day you might want 
wanted to have children and they would have been important to you, hopefully. But at the point in time that wasn't on your priority list or, or something that was necessarily in the forefront of your decision-making because it wasn't part of your life at that time. So constantly being with that and letting it evolve and change and just kind of staying in touch with it is a good way to help you make those decisions, find out what's valuable to you. But then it also helps to reinforce, like we said, the person that you are and the person that you want to be, because you don't have to think about, and it's not as, um, what do I say? Fluid because you have it written down and you know exactly what you want. And, you know, we've all been in positions, I think, where it's easy to justify decisions that we don't necessarily agree with because we're not firm on those things. And we talked about decision-making and having preset answers or preset rules for yourself. Well, if you know what your values are and they're written down, it's kind of hard to justify or play around with that because they're on paper. Here's what I value. Here's why I value it. And here's how important it is to me. Okay. Then there's no reason for me to try to trick myself or lie to myself about what this is. I know the right thing to do to make myself the person I want to be. So I just do that thing. And so, you know, again, the same way that having a journal or a diary or something and having your goals written down and things like that, having a list you can refer back to and something that you can actually interact with is going to be a huge tool or a huge help in making sure that you are are aligning your values and your decisions so that you can become or reinforce or continue to be the person that you want to be. You know, part of this, and you were you were saying these things, I just I, I, I want to explicitly say that make sure that your actions back up your values. Make sure like you have your if you go through if you take the time to make this list and do all all the all the whole process then you, it just sits there and you don't you don't you don't act those things out you don't you don't let your actions follow your your own core values then i mean what what does that say about you what does that say about who you are as a person you have this whole you went through the whole process you made the list you you get it all set okay great yep this is the type of person i really want to be and you decide to just throw that away and, and not do any of those things. Okay, well, I would argue that that was all for not. That was a waste of time for you. You know, once you have this list, put it somewhere. Put it somewhere where you can see it. You know, frequently. Put it on your 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 desktop uh, background. The the um, what's it called? The wallpaper. The wallpaper. Right. Put it on the wallpaper on your desktop. Or you know, if you if you want to be maybe a little bit more discreet, have like a um, you know, a list of your top five values and, you know, have those, you know, by code name, you know, code name H for husband and, you know, whatever you, you know, however you want to do it, but see, put it somewhere where you can see it so that you remember that you went through the time to do that. You invested in yourself that time. Now live those, live that way, do those things, right? Otherwise it's, it's, it was, it, what was it for? It was for nothing. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for, you know, whoever. Do it for you. That's It's you. This is impactful and beneficial to you as a person. Not to, I don't, I, to, to be fair, I don't care if you do this or not. It doesn't change me. It doesn't change. I mean, it very likely will change the people that you interact with most frequently. Absolutely. Probably for the better. At the very least, if you go through this, for yourself, and then you start acting those things, it will be beneficial for you 
very, again, very likely for those people you interact with most, but at the very least for you. And that's who this is all for. Don't, and, and as you're going through this, do this at, at the best you can, not taking anybody else's feelings into account, just your own, just your own feelings, just your own self worth, your values, just you, you know, and again, as you're going through your day, and this is, it's, it's a practice and, and with, as with anything, it is something that you can improve on, something you can learn to do, but you will have to learn to remold, reshape yourself from the path that you're on now, the type of person that you are now to that person that you want to be. And like you said, at the very beginning, this is one way of going about it. You know, there can be different ways of doing it. So for example, you know, I've seen people make lists before where they have their values, you know, um, family, friends, work. And instead of, you know, their why, maybe they do have a why, but then they have kind of a saying or a mantra or an affirmation afterwards. So, you know, I am a uh, caring husband. I am a, 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 you know, a, a invested friend, or I am a hard worker. And that helps to reinforce their values by reinforcing their identity. So they're talking about themselves as that person, which kind of shapes the way they think about themselves and shapes the way that they act because they believe that themselves as a, a caring spouse or an invested friend or, you know, an, a hard worker and that becomes who they are. And so if you have trouble, if you want something, but you're having trouble executing it, sometimes it's, it's you know, it, it's it's easy to say, okay, just go do this thing go do it. But then when it comes to actually doing it, it can be difficult. Even if you want to do it, it can still be difficult to execute that, that action. So as important as, as that is, maybe having a, a reinforcement or an affirmation of, hey, I am a hard worker. So when you go to work and you don't feel like doing something, you tell yourself, okay, well, I'm a hard worker though, so I'm going to do it anyways, because that's who I am. You know, and, and that works both ways too. So I think it's something to be careful with as well. If you want to be a hard worker, we say, oh, I, I, I want to be a hard worker, but I'm lazy, so I'm not going to do anything because I'm lazy. Well, you just talked yourself into being lazy. Instead of saying, I want to be a hard worker, say, I am a hard worker. Then you don't have to decide, and you're not already defeating yourself by deciding you're something else. I'm a hard worker. What does a hard worker do? Works hard. Okay, boom. Go work hard, you know? And again, that seems more simple too, but I think over time, reinforcing or affirming or talking that thing into your life as well is going to help you reach that goal too. You know, if, you, if I wake up one day and, and, and I, you know, I am torn between laying in bed for an extra half hour or getting up and, and going to the gym rather than being like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm a lazy slob or like, Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm active and motivated or I am a, a disciplined and, and, um, um, athletic person like that sounds so silly to say too but sometimes that's the push or the extra thing you need is you know i'm someone who gets something done i'm someone who exercises rather than i'm someone who's lazy and just lays around all the time uh, it, it sounds silly and it seems n not it's not the it's not like a magic you know you don't lay in bed and say oh i exercise and then boom automatically you want to exercise and get up and go do something but again it's that the help reaffirm the identity that you want and help push you to become that because it's not, Hey, I want to be this thing because I want implies that you're not there yet, which maybe you're not, 
but saying I am puts you in that position where, okay, this is who I am. And as someone who is this, I need to do whatever that thing is. And, and having the motivation and discipline to follow through with that too is important. But again, trying to talk that into your, your life or talk that over yourself, I think can help get you to be, or get you to the point of being the person that you want to be, even if you don't feel like you are that person yet, or you're not quite in that position yet, don't wait for that to happen because you'll be waiting forever. Just make it happen and talk talk that way, view yourself that way. And I think that'll help you also kind of become that person or reach that goal or, you know, uh, pursue the values that you've, you've decided that you want or that you've decided that are important for you too. So in line with that, a practice that I have is I use I use reminders on my on my phone or my watch or whatever and I have an automatic schedule of reminders that are strategically delivered to me throughout the day. And they're dependent on where I am and the time of day. So for example, on Saturdays I have a reminder come to me that says you are the best parent, best father in the world. And so I, I see that. Oh, great. Yeah, you're, you know, I am the best. And, and, and that, that's my kind of positive affirmation for that. And then, you know, on Sundays, I have one that says you're the best husband. Okay, great. Yeah, you're right. I am. And then when I'm at work, I have one that says you're the best martial arts instructor in the world. By the way, shout outs to Martial Arts Teaching Tactics Podcast. If, you have, if you're interested in anything martial arts teaching related, check that out. That's our, our other podcast that we've done in the past. I don't Have we ever explicitly said what we do? We've talked about our jobs before, but... Uh, fair. I don't know if we've mentioned that previously in our podcast, but... So, it, it, just in case you're wondering why that seemed odd, uh, we both are professional martial arts instructors, um, and we each... So we we work together at one school, and then Mr. Kent has a has another school that he does in a, another location that he runs uh, as well. And so we that's that's kind of our quote unquote day job. Although it's not necessarily always, it's not almost never during the day. It's in the evening. But anyways, and maybe we have mentioned it before. I just I don't in my recollection. I don't think we've explicitly said that. Bears repeating. There we go. And in, in line with that, another podcast that we've done pre, prior to this one is the Martial Arts Teaching Tactics podcast. Again, if you are interested in the realm of martial arts, check that out. Um, or to shamelessly plug ourselves even more, just teaching in general sometimes. I mean, you can kind of scroll through the episodes and see what they're about, but I think it can go beyond martial arts too. Not to say that we know everything about everything, but I, th- I think on some levels, teaching and leading is transcendent between different mediums or different activities too. So while some of it is specifically martial arts, most of it specifically martial arts related, it does also have different lessons about leading or teaching in general, I think too. Yeah. None of it is like, okay, this is how you do this specific movement. They're all, they're all concepts about how to teach. So whether you're, you're teaching dance or gymnastics, um, uh, whatever else, you know, uh, science in school, those type of, uh, mindsets, philosophies, uh, it's not, it's, it's when, it, when we say martial arts, it's not, we're not teaching you how to do the martial arts over a podcast. That would be, that'd be a challenge in itself that we did not undertake. Um, 
Anyways, so all that to say is I have different reminders set up throughout the day, dependent on where I am and the time of day that bring to me those affirmations that I've set for myself that help to remind me to be in that role. You know, if, if, if that's a, if that's a role in a, in a play or a movie, I want to be the best version of X that I can be. So going through that and, and, you know, I did that and it seemed kind of silly as I was setting that up. I I felt funny. Like, okay, I'm just going to remind myself of this. Like, okay, whatever this is, this isn't going to work, but I'll tell you, um, after after i sort of say forgot that part of it if i after i forgot that i was the one who set this up and and went through this whole process and it just kind of came at it with fresh eyes it is very helpful to to be reminded of that of those affirmations again it does if at least for me it was it felt silly setting that up but now after i don't know a year give or take of of having those I, I like those. I like those. And um, not that I look forward to those because I try to do my best to not like anticipate them. They're kind of just happy surprises. Oh, yeah, right. I am this. I want to be this. This is the type of person that I am. And so I get to say that to myself and I move on. And and more often than not, directly after reading that or, or, or you know, ticking that box and, and marking it complete – I go out and do something that reinforces that affirmation. Yeah, and I think, uh, again, forgetting the fact that you set it up, but seeing that reminder helps you to focus on that thing for that period of time, but also, you know, helps you to remember how important it is to pay attention to X, Y, or Z thing because of your value. And, you know, that's the idea that how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're there on the weekend and your, your value for that time or your goal for that time is to be the best parent you can be and, and, and really pay attention to your kids. Well, when they wake up and, and they want some attention and you say, Oh, you know, not yet, maybe later. Well, your priority for that day or your goal for that day is to be a great parent. So when they wake up and they want your attention, drop whatever you're doing and, be that because you know that's who you are and that's what's important to you and so again just to recenter yourself and remember hey my goal for today or my 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 value for right now is to be the best parent I can be or when you're at work my goal or my value for right now is to be the best worker I can be and do the best thing that I can do and 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 really just focus on that one thing and you know we we, we have a, another saying through martial arts that we talk about you know uh, specifically for teaching our classes and we tell ourselves you know this is the best class that I will teach ever teach most important most important class I'll ever teach and uh you know, that again, kind of helps center you. It doesn't matter if it's your seventh class of the day and there's 30,000 people that you've seen today and there's 20 kids in a class or whatever it is, that's the most important class you'll ever teach. And so you better teach it really well because it's the most important thing. And then you say that for every single class. Well, I feel like if you really value that and look at that through that lens, well, you're going to teach a great class every single time because that's the most important class you're ever going to teach. And so you're, you know, again, to bring a different, different scenario, you're spending time with your, your spouse. This is, you know, uh, I am the best husband or best spouse in the world. 
And the most important thing right now is paying attention to my spouse and what we're doing. You know, you guys go out to dinner. This is going to be the best dinner we've ever had. This is going to be the best uh, uh, event we've ever gone to together. This is going to be the best best date we've ever had ever. And you do that every single time. Well, you know, that's really going to uh, up the game or, or really emphasize how important that is to you. So sometimes just having that little reminder helps to center you and focus on what you're doing and making sure that you're doing the best you can do with that thing. And then, like I said earlier, you know, the, the, the common, the phrase or the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if you treat everything or, you know, you do anything that you're doing with the best of your ability, then everything you do, you treat that same way. Well, I would reckon that, uh, you know, you're going to be pretty well off and make sure that those things are lining up with your values and you're really investing into the things that are important to you. You know, so throughout today, we've talked about having this exercise of thinking about the different areas of your life, breaking those down into some categories, maybe you have 10 or 15 even categories you have, then rank ordering those what's most important, and then, you know, maybe coming at, back at that list a couple times with a fresh set of eyes to reestablish that rank order. Again, all of this is, is it's really challenging to do. Probably one of the most challenging things you can do is to ask yourself what you want and, and to get a, a true answer for that. Because, you know, if you, you, what do you want? Okay, well, what do you mean? What do I want? What do I want in, in what, what area of my life? What do I want right now? What do I, what do I want for my future self? What, you know, define that answer or define that question more to come up with those things is, is asking you is asking yourself what you want. And on top of that, not only what you want, but really even what type of person do you want to be? And then once you establish that, then you go out and you just do those things that you've established. Okay, this is the type of person I want to be. Okay, great. What does that type of person do? Well, they do this, this, and this. Okay, great. So maybe I should do this, this, and this. So coming up with a list is in itself a challenge. The whole exercise of getting the, you know, your core values with, with the, the whys, the meanings behind it, and then on top of that coming up with the, with the affirmations very difficult to do. Even more challenging than that is to go and live that life. What can you do to go live that life? You you follow the instructions that you set for yourself. And you have to understand that you will have to change who you are in order to be who you want to be. I... <clears throat> I can't say for sure, but I'm going to assume, perhaps incorrectly, I get that, but I'm going to assume that the after going through this set of values, you will realize that the way you are doing things now is not the way that you want to be doing things. They, the things that you're doing now don't necessarily line up with your values. I'm going to guess that that's the, the case for, for most people. Now, if you happen to be one of the, with a, one of the few that have never done anything like this, you go through this process, you set your values, and they're exactly with what you're doing every day, wow, good job, amazing. I, I, I can't say that I, I was that. 
I can't say that m- the many people that I that I have have heard from that have done something like this that they have that same experience as you. So if that is you, good job. But everybody else, myself included, when you go through this type of process, that means you're going to have to change you. You will have to make changes to yourself. And it will not be an automatic change. It will not be an overnight change. Change is difficult. Change is very hard to do. And then once you make that shift and decide to start living your life in line with your values, you have to frequently, we talked about this, frequently view those, frequently check in to make sure that you are still on track, on the new track, and that you haven't slipped or slid back to your old self. If you truly want to change, you have to make the change. It's, it's, not, it's not magic. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen by accident. You have to be that type of person. And in order to be that type of person, you have to do those things, which means do, act like that person. And sometimes it is an act. Sometimes you will have to do things that you don't want to do. Sometimes you'll have to put on a show, even if it's just for yourself. You have to act out those values until you can factually live them and be them and, and, and assume that new person that you want to be. Change is difficult. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen by accident. You have to make the choices. And again, sometimes I, I, I wish I could attribute this to somebody. We say, I, I say this all the time, fake it till you make it. You have to fake it until you can make it. You fake it it's it's if if it's worth doing it's worth doing wrong until you can do it correctly if that is the type of person that you want to be those core values that you newly set up for yourself do it wrong until you can do it right fake it till you make it live act out those things just just for the sake of doing them because you know that your future self in in you know who who knows how long from now is going to be that type of person and then there's no acting there's just being there's no there's no faking it because you are that person so you very likely will have to live with some sort of of imposter syndrome for a little bit and i think anytime you get put into a new role anytime you get you know, life changes happen. You you have a little bit of imposter syndrome that, that, you know, that you go through until you actually assume that new role. And I, I guess it's a conscious choice. You can consciously, you know, I oh, mean, you know, this isn't really me. I don't really, or you can say, you know, this is me. This is, this is who I want to be. And maybe I don't feel it yet, but I know that by continuing to do these things that I will be this person. I will be the type of person that I want to be. These are the values I set for myself. This is the way I want to live my life. And now I'm going to do it. And I think as a reminder for us and for anybody, you know, faking it till you make it and putting in the work to do, make these changes happen, you are going to experience failure and you're going to feel like you're not where you want to be yet because it is a process and it is something that's going to take some time. I wish I could say that you snap your fingers and boom, you're the person you want to be, but it requires work and it's okay to go through that process, to experience failure, to learn from your failure, to be discouraged and to have to re-motivate yourself. 
And that's just part of getting there. So, you know, I know at least personally, there's times where I know who I want to be. I'm not quite there yet. And I'm trying to work toward it. And it seems like a never ending battle, but that is part of it. And that's going to be part of it until you reach that. And then hopefully once you reach that, you're in touch with your values and your goals and you're reassessing and you're reaching toward the next goal after that. But just as a reminder to us and to everybody else, it's not going to be an overnight thing. Most likely you're most likely going to fail and be discouraged, but that's okay because you know what your values are. You know who you want to be and you have that goal that you can keep working toward. And it's going to take some time. It's going to, it's going to not necessarily be the easiest thing to do, but you know what you want, you know who you want to be, and you can work toward it through those failures and through those discouragements and fake it until you make it. And then one day you wake up and find out, oh, hey, all that hard work was worth it because here I am. I'm no longer faking it. That's who I am now because of the work that I put into it. Yes, sir. Do you have anything else to add to the value system that we uh, set up and talked about today? No, sir. Not today. Very good. So again, this was a way, not not necessarily the only way. I'm sure there are a multitude of different ways, different versions of this type of exercise to do for yourself. Whatever the exercise is, however however you want to, to do this, I would highly suggest taking the time, invest in yourself, sit down and make a list of your core values. Make a list of those non-negotiables, those those affirmations for yourself, the type of person that you want to be, and then be that person. Make those changes. Be willing to make and mold and shape yourself into the person that you want to be. Not for anybody else's benefit, but for your own benefit. Again, I said this, it it doesn't, doesn't change me. I did this for myself. I know what this is like. It changes the people that you interact with most, and it changes yourself. If you want that, if you want to be that type of person, it's something you have to actually do. It doesn't happen accidentally. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen by magic. You have to put the work in in order to achieve that. Now, as I have been talking about for the past couple of weeks now, I am reading Maps of Meaning by Jordan Peterson. I I think I'm on page 54 or something like that. Uh, well, you have not been reading. You've been studying. Studying, yes, right, yes. I've been studying his college-level textbook that he wrote and uh, learning all kinds of new words, um, which which it makes the process a little bit slower. Again, I uh, I said this a couple times already. I, I fully expect to be – I was thinking about this actually yesterday. I, it might take me half a year to actually get through this book, and I'm – I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The the purpose for this isn't to, okay, jump through this book to get to the next. I want to read this book because I want to read the book. I want to study it. I want to learn the things that are in it. So, again, I will continue to say Jordan Peterson maps a meeting until I finish it, which will be a handful of of of, of weeks, if not months, from now. And I'm okay with that. Again, I, I thank you for joining us on this journey. And I, I, again, if you have not done something like setting up a core value list for yourself, highly, highly suggest it. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.